welcome to Forever Canon, podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books and all the people going places and all the things they say they're going to do when they get there. My name's Justin. And I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we're going to cover chapters 29 through 32 of Legacy of the Force, book 7. Fury. Oh, it's so exciting. So exciting to finally get through that intro. <laughs> We've been having technical difficulties with our equipment. We've been having brain difficulties <laughs> with my equipment. <laughs> but we're here. Yes. Ready to go through chapters 29 through 32, not 33. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon. Jaina's mission is the most important. Secret Sith blow their bombs. Jag uses those crush gaunts. And Ben wakes up the Grand Master. As succinctly as I could put the last four chapters. That was very important things that happened. It was. Even though, you know, it seemed like maybe at the time not a lot happened. Yeah. And we commented at the beginning of the episode, it's going to be a short one last week because not a whole lot happened. This week, <laughs> we're going to cover... <laughs> Even less. <laughs> yeah. More pages, but way less happening. Yeah. Actual, way less actual content. This one might be, and I'm going to, this is a, this is a future bet. I'm betting into the future that this might be the shortest ever forever canon episode. Oh. And I will not influence those results by speed reading my way through my notes. Okay. I'm not going to influence those results by going off on long tangents and extending the episode to make it, I don't know, defeat my point. <laughs> I wouldn't do such a thing. Honesty, integrity, 15 and a half minutes is what I'm calling. Chapter 29. <laughs> Lord, I hope not. <laughs> starts on Endor and the shuttle. Uh, how do we want to say this? Revi? Yeah. I think that's right. Revi. I, I, did, I did pretty good in French in grade school. So did you. That was one of the things that we were good at. Yeah, we were, we were so good at it. The shuttle. Revive. Yep. Where? As previously mentioned on the earlier episode, Tycho wanted Sial to get in touch with her dad. So here Sial and Tycho are arriving on Endor, where Wedge is with Luke. And they're arriving amongst the wreckage of Death Star 2.0. A quick reminder of what's at stake. Because this, you know, diplomatic, not diplomatic, democratic galactic government is quickly turning into a, yeah. a dictatorship. There's a lot of historical parallels here. Yeah, it's, uh, things are, you know, let's pay attention to history. So they arrive and Sial runs down the ramp to her father to give Wedge a hug and... She calls him daddy. Yeah. You are a grown-up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you are a grown woman in the military who has killed people. Yeah, it was weird. I read that paragraph like three times just to try and get it in my brain. Now, we could call this many things, right? This could be like, you could you could call Aaron Alston a sexist for like infantilizing women. You know, where yeah. like, you make them act like babies and that's how women act to their dads and they can't have, you can't have a, a mature relationship with your father. 
Or you could blame reality where these things happen. <laughs> I have heard your grown sister call your father daddy. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And I don't like it. <clears throat> no. You're grown-ups. No. Dad's cool. Did. Think about this. Father's a little too formal. Dad is a good, nice mix. Flip the genders and have a grown man run to his mother yelling mommy and give her a hug. <laughs> if you just want to talk about, you know, double standards of sexism, yeah. here's a quick portrait to paint. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It makes it way worse and grosser, as this should be too. Yes. Because it shouldn't be, <clears throat> you shouldn't want women to act like children. No. No. That's a gross thing that has existed in society for a long time. And, you know, whether it's him, you know, missing missing an opportunity to be progressive in 2010 or 9 or whatever. Whatever it was. Um, or if it's just him, you know, she, he writes her like a disgusting daddy's girl because those are real people. Yes, Either way, are. don't like it. Not at all. Oh, and surprise, Tycho has brought <clears throat> Dr. Seiya. Dr. Seiya, Dr. Seiya. Uh, every time. If any, Obviously, if you've ever seen the Simpsons episode where they are lampooning, I, oh my God, Planet of the, the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Dr. Seiya, Dr. Seiya, Dr. Seiya. If it helps, I almost dun, said dun, Attack dun, of the Apes. Dun, 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 attack of the Apes. <laughs> we are hot tonight. So anyways, Dr. Seiya comes down the ramp as well. In case you don't remember him, I'll remind you. He is a center point scientist who is also a spy. Once upon a time, dressed in an LED shirt. <laughs> yes. Pretty cool. <laughs> yes, his Hawaiian LED shirt. <laughs> uh, as soon as they, I read his name, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I forgot that was, about that. I forgot he was a scientist. I forgot. <laughs> I remembered it was Centerpoint related. I forgot he was a spy. I just thought he was like kind of at the top of my memory. I was like, I thought he was just some goon they kind of used and <laughs> moved on from. No, he's a scientist and a spy, and he's not wearing that shirt anymore. So yeah, I don't know what you get. What yeah, you get what you get. Here's some some bonus people to take care of because well, Jason wants him dead. So yeah, here he is, Luke. And turns out Doctor Say is not the only one that's here. He's the least noteworthy of the whole gang. Yeah. Wedge decided that the group Luke led through the Death Star wreckage was a mob. And it was perhaps the most dangerous mob within 500 light years. Following him and Luke were Han and Leia, Jane and Zek, Sial, Tycho, Saba Sabatine, and Cornhorn, Ben, and Kyle Katarn, who trailed the pack but otherwise seemed to be moving well. Because he was the one who almost just got killed, right? Yeah. Right. So... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 of the most dangerous people in the galaxy, I would assume. Dangerous, powerful, yeah. All, in the uh, universe. Insert descriptor here. Yeah. Yeah. In the, Not just galaxy. In their universe. Uh, yeah. I mean, things have finally gotten serious enough for everybody to get together and, and talk about with a, a near full reunion. Yeah. Almost everybody's there. Uh, it's time to come up with a strategy to end this war because da Jason is just, he's too dangerous. And what they come up with is a solid layered plan. Luke says, 
Wedge, handpick a starfighter squadron. We'll use it to chase the shuttle to safety aboard the Anakin Solo. Tycho's shuttle that they just showed up in. Then, use the shuttle to support any operation against Centerpoint. I'll lead a unit of Jedi to assault Jason. Great. Our job will be to take him out if possible and to distract him from the rescue operation. Han and Leia, I want you to lead the expedition to rescue Alana. Master Katarn, I want you in reserve for extraction of the assault and rescue team. So he's the getaway driver. Yes, he is. Dr. Seah and our scientific staff will come up with the best way to destroy Centerpoint. And Ben, uh, you go to Centerpoint. Because you've been Ben there. says, hey, 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 no, no, no. I come with you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't call him daddy. No. no, they're men. You would never write that in an acceptable way. No. For characters that you want to be respected. So why is it okay to write the women that way? Of course it's not. So anyhow, Ben says, no, you bring me with you to the Anakin because then it's going to look more like it's more credible. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a distraction and more of a, a chance for success for kidnapping this child again. Yeah. Re-kidnapping. The yeah. From her show. father, her grandparents are going to kidnap her from her father now. Yes. Her daddy. Yes. Sorry, because that is what he said to a five-year-old. Yeah, because the child said it and it's okay. No, he said it to her. He did. I'm your daddy, but yeah, because it's a child. Five. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so it's fine to infantilize a child. For someone who's 30, not so okay. <laughs> well, yuck. So anyways, we're already at 10 minutes. We're going to blow away past 15 and a half. But <laughs> I guarantee you this will be the shortest one ever. So things are serious enough. They come up with a good plan. Ben says, I'm coming with you. And Luke says, all right, man. Yeah, that was a good point. You have no hate in your heart? Ben says, nope. Uh-huh. I trust you. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I trust you. Now that is how you grandmaster. Yes. You don't go to sleep all the time, <laughs> even before your wife is dead. You can't <laughs> be just sprung into action in the middle of the night. You bring all these people to you, and you put the plan together, and you mm-hmm. delegate to the other people, you not tell them, them to figure it out. Yeah, like Be a leader. <laughs> Yes, he has been the force awakened by his son, Benjamin J. Skywalker. Added that for flavor. Yeah. It's great, though. Chapter 30. We get a location card at the top of chapter 30 that says Endor. Endor. Still. Yes. At least it should. Because we're still in the same spot with the same people. So why are we getting a title card? I mean, we jump. You, I you like, shouldn't have said same people. Yeah. Because we, yeah. Because <laughs> we jumped to the medical bay with Jag, who wasn't in the big group. True. This one I agree with. But, yeah, you do? I agree with All this right. one. I just think maybe it wasn't this. Oh, I guess maybe the last time we saw them wasn't on Endor. So maybe I'm being a bitch here. So that's fair enough. Okay. And it's a couple pages. It's not just a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I just thought it was weird. Like, hey, we're on Endor. End the chapter. Psst, we're on Endor. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. whatever. Start the new chapter. Psst, we're still there. Okay. So. We are. We're still there. In the med bay, like you said, Jag awakens in his med bed to find Jaina sitting by his side. And she wants to know what his plans are now that he's finished his final given mission from the family that he was exiled from and will remain exiled from. And this was his last tie to his family. So what you gonna do, <laughs> What's going to happen, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry I brought that 
that up. She's like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as it comes out of her mouth, she's like, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, wait. Yeah, shouldn't have said that. Oh, my bad. So, what are you going to do? And apparently, his answer is dependent on whether or not Jaina is his friend. Yeah. Why? Because um, he's got no one else. He's got no other friends. He's got no family. He's been disowned by his entire culture. He's got no Alemarar to hunt. Is this like desperate, broken jag in, in the med bed? Being I think like I need a friend in the universe. I think he's just trying to get it straight where they stand as far as their relationship goes. Because I don't think so. Because and he specifically says like, <clears throat> I'm not trying to rewind 15 years or uh, I'm not trying to talk about being in love. He's just like, are we friends? I don't think it is about that. I think he's seeing. I think he's seeing what her response is going to be. Well, I mean, hey, you woke up to her sitting by your bedside. Yeah, friends do that. So I mean, that sounds like friends. Yeah. And Jaina says they're friends, so done deal. He's gonna help the Jedi. Easy peasy. I don't know. Kind of a bit of a juvenile scene between the two of them. Are you my friend? Are you my friend? Oh, are we friends? Okay, we're friends. Yeah. After having, like, almost died, all of them, on an exploding asteroid. You think that would kind of cement it a little bit, too? Well, it's just, like, back to basics. Are you my friend? (laughs) I don't know. It seems weird, but at the same time, like, I can see it making sense if it's through the lens of Jag is, like, empty and broken. Yeah. He has... the only thing that he's had in his life is chasing a lemma for how many years because he's been disowned from everything. Yeah. For like a decade. And it was the, you know, like the one thing he could do to save the rest of his family. They're all saved and redeemed now, Mm -hmm. but he won't be welcomed back anyways. So like there's going to be one last contact where you're like, she's dead or they find out, you know what I mean? And, and then assumedly that's the last time you're ever spoken of. That would suck. And so, like, yeah, it's he's so, like, empty and lost and broken right now that he's back at, you know, square one of, like, hey, man, are we friends? <laughs> Trying to or get like, his, his own life in order now again? back out into the universe on my own. I don't know. That's the one way where it doesn't seem... It, it doesn't seem so weird and out of place. Juvenile and, yeah. and, and awkward for their age. Yes. Thirty-year-old again, thirties grown-ups talking about. Are you my friend? I mean, all right. I haven't had as complicated a life as Jag fell. Yeah, and I haven't had as complicated of a relationship as he has with Jaina Sola. So who am I to judge? But as reader of the book, I'm like, hey man, aren't we like beyond that? Should be. But like I said. Through the perspective of broken man, with everything lost, now officially everything is lost. Everything is done. What do you do? I don't know. You cut to Coronet, Corellia, where Denjax Tepler, you may remember him from such scenes as hiring Boba Fett and Han Solo to kill, what the fuck was his face? Thraken. Thraken, Sal Solo, back when he was the prime minister, committing more treason. Mm-hmm. Great guy. He calls up Confederation uh, leader, our general, Fenir, who tells him, hey man, Centerpoint wasn't cool, so here's the deal. 
if Karelia wants back in the Confederation, you better kill that Prime Minister. The Confederation is a warrior. Karelia is only one arm of that warrior. And Sadrus Koyan is spreading poison through it. So, kill his ass and find us someone we can get yeah. along with. Yeah, we could do without the arm. We'll so. cut that arm off, so don't make us. Yeah. If you want to be come back to the campfire, he says. It was a it was a an odd conversation that they had full of well he said well, I mean, conversational aids and similes. It was it's all gotta be like, you know, talk around the bush type of thing. Yeah. But long story short, once again, being the Prime Minister of Karelia is the most dangerous job in the galaxy. During this two, three week frame that the book takes place. <laughs> Six months? Yeah, some. But realistically, like, yeah, six months, three months, something like that. I'm sure by the end of it, there's gonna be another, another. Uh, someone's gonna put it in stone again. Yeah, some someone will say it's been this long. Oh, it's only been how? How did Jason Solo go from civilian Jedi to this in this amount of in time? Three days. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter thirty-one. The Anakin Solo in the Coruscant system. Guidus is back. After a healthy nine-chapter break where we haven't seen him since he told Alana, I am your daddy. What? That was a, that was a that bad was mix of bad. It's like Arnold. Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Vader. Schwartz of Vader. Really bad. He evades all the Schwartzes. Okay. She loved it. She loves him. He's healed up. He's feeling good. <laughs> Still stuck on that. That was good. Jason Solo is feeling good. Yes. He is uh, best he's felt in a long time. He he's is actually the, healthy. The human embodiment of the gorilla song "Feel Good Inc." and he is happy. Lieutenant Tebut shows up to tell him the ship is all clear. No spy gear on our ship. Nothing being sabotaged. Everything's up to code, which we know it's not thanks to that <laughs> Love Commander mission. Everything's clean on the ship, sir. Oh, except for that weird black patch on the bottom yeah. of your cape. You get rid of everything once it becomes wrinkled. Why yeah. do you have a patch on the your way cloak? That she, the way that she like logics that out <laughs> to the reveal for him is like, you. I've noticed that you get rid of your clothes when they can't hold a crease anymore. Why would you have a patch on your cloak? And of course, Kaida's response is, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? WTF, mate? It seems I'm being tracked. Good mood ruined. Yeah. Cut to the errant venture. Been a while. Outside Karelia. All the teams are getting ready to launch. Luke and Shuttle Squad. Sial and Hall of Fame fighters. She's fi flying in combat with her daddy for the first time. This has come up several times throughout his books. Where she mentions that she's never flown in combat with her dad. Yeah. Obviously, you know, flying casually to teach her. Stuff like that, I'm sure, sure, right? Yeah. But never up on the same team in combat. Yeah. She flew against him once. <laughs> Tried to shoot him and he just completely outclassed her. Ooh. She's actually afraid of looking bad in front of he dad totally and all her friends. Schwartz evaded her so hard. Yes. And you're right. She that's her. She's like, that's worse. I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather die than look I'd bad. I'd rather die than look like a rookie in front of my dad and his Hall of Fame friends. Yeah. Like, if there was a Hall of Fame for flying ships, 
this is it. They, they'd, they'd all be there. It's all these people. And so... Like, I think the least experienced in this squadron is Jaina. Maybe. I think. She, they list a couple of Jedi where they're like, yeah, I don't even know who, the, who, who yeah, her, a couple of links. I was like, I've never heard of this one before. I never heard of this one before. But either way, it's the first time she's flying with her dad in combat and the first time she's flying an X-Wing in combat. So for Aaron Alston, this is like handing out badges, like achievement certificates for characters mm-hmm. where he's like, this character has survived this long and told such good stories and been or, or good uh, been a good part of the stories you deserve you get an x-wing some some fun things you know yeah his fun things yeah flying ships yeah. x-wings look way better than a-wings so cool ships, definitely yeah. or that fucking dirt crud no, that <laughs> Not... wasn't her that was it what was the thing that she was flying i don't know that alif fighter yeah is that what it was called i think so yeah yeah, yeah. also Kip Duran's team featuring the fake GAG troopers plus Dr. Sayas center point destroyer. Those three teams are ready. We didn't know what that team was going to be yet or what their job was going to be, but now it seems pretty obvious. They're going to board center point as GAG troopers and then fight against everything that the GA is trying to do on center point. Let the enemy do the work for you is like their motto throughout these, these chapters of planning and, it's pretty cool. Hey, yeah. they're going to be boarding. Hey, we'll just board at the same time and dress like them. They'll <laughs> never know it's us. It's a good plan. It is, but I have questions for it in a moment. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Cut to the Anakin solo where Kytus is rocking the Sith battle meditation and they are off. Cut to near center point. Um, now they're really ready. Everyone's here. Chapter 32. The Anakin solo. Here's where my questions come up. Kaidas senses the shuttle team doing their run and mission because he's doing his battle meditation. He can sense the possible futures of all the life forces in the entire battle. Mm-hmm. In, a, in clusters, a general sense, yeah. Yeah, as, as like yeah, as like general clusters, and if he wants to focus in on them, he can. He senses they're doing some kind of weird harassment thing instead of engaging in the battle. So it like stands out mm-hmm. as a different feeling or, or uh, than what everybody else is doing. But he doesn't sense that the shuttle is full of the strongest Jedi in the galaxy. No, because he's looking at it as a, like a group, like as a whole. Sure. So I think it's like, wow, that's, they're doing some weird stuff, but they're not really going to bother me in any way. So, but he's looking through the, the force, feeling through the force. Wouldn't that be the brightest spot on the map? Luke Skywalker, yeah, your mother Leia, your father Han Solo, not a Jedi. Unless Luke taught them how to hide themselves. Not Han. Well, yeah, but Han would show up as a blink of light. But it's his dad. You know what I mean? Like, there's just barely enough excuse for this him to be distracted enough to miss this, right? Yeah. They could teach themselves how to hide, but how good can they be at it? You know yeah, what I they mean? probably only had a couple of little training sessions for it. He's like doing this ancient Sith meditation power to see everything. And he senses the shuttle and its distinct feeling. 
but is okay just distracted enough to not yeah dig deeper maybe it's just underneath the surface like another obviously he he specifically says in the text i'll deal with that i'll bring my attention back to that if it matters mm-hmm. lame <laughs> that's some lame fucking james bond villain shit but i'm willing to accept the fact that he's just distracted enough yeah, because he is doing this ancient battle meditation. Well, yeah, he's overseeing an entire battle between two fleets and center point. And as far as we know, he's he's only done the meditation like two, three times. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. He, I'm sure he's practiced it a bunch. I'm sure, but like, yeah, he's only actually used it in live action a, a handful of times. So I guess he's I distracted. Enough, yeah, right, well, we're just gonna say that. Cut to Coronet, where Denjax has chosen Admiral Delpin for his newest coup. But before they can shake hands, their comm links simultaneously ring. Uh, do they ring? Beep. beep. I would say beep. Chirp. Beep, beep. I mean, we all we both almost said beep at the same time, yeah. so beep it is. They're, they're calling simultaneously beep. Which, of course, is bad news when you're uh, high-ranked military government officials. If, you're, if your walkie-talkies are going off at the same time. <laughs> the GA is attacking. Their target is center point. Yikes. And then Denjax, Tepler, tells the Admiral a secret. It's operational again already. They can shoot center point again already. I'm sure this is fine. I'm sure <laughs> this is going to be fine. What could go wrong? They must be ahead of schedule because they said it was going to take a couple weeks. Unless it's been a couple weeks. Well, hey. Nobody knows <laughs> how long it has been. I'm sure this is fine. Yeah. Cut to the shuttle chase where Tycho is about to go rogue, not squadron. And Sial's got a bad feeling about this. Cut to Anakin Solo. Where the shuttle is being granted access by Lieutenant Tibut. Tibut. Tibu. <laughs> Lieutenant Tibut. Tibut? I don't know. Fuck. Oh, no, I no. can't not focus on it. Anyways. Tibu? Tibute? Who was just given a commendation by Jason Solo for finding the black patch on her cloak. Has now granted access to the shuttle that we know to be harboring a, several, two teams of Jedi. Yeah. It had the right passwords, though. Right. What are you supposed to How is she supposed to know? <laughs> yeah. So, goodbye to her. Um, cut to the shuttle chase and Tycho going rogue. He zips ahead of the shuttle to do his duty, a.k.a. rat on his best friends and ruin the galaxy. He call, he beeps his comm link <laughs> and he uh, tells the bridge it's Jedi on the shuttle, not him. And he promptly then gets shot in the chest by a nervous slash confused guard. Good. Mm-hmm. Fuck your duty, you fucking drone. <laughs> Boom, dead. You know, blow the whole plan because you tied your morals to a government military. We're going to ruin the galaxy for everyone because I told this team I would be on their team no matter what. Yep. You might be able to hear me shaking my head, actually, because my beard was rubbing on the screen. <laughs> But I am shaking my head at this. Tycho, Kelchu, goodbye. I hope you're dead. Maybe you're dead. Now you're dead. You got shot. 
Shot in the chest. For your duty. Fried his cum link. Your duty is pow pow. Yeah, you are duty. And now you're dead, maybe. But who else may be dead now? Because of this most recent betrayal of the Jedi. Luke? Leia? Han? Ben? Lieutenant Tibbet? No, she's dead. Tibbet. Find out next week. When we cover chapters 33 all the way through 38, a special six-chapter episode to close out Legacy of the Force, Book 7, Fury. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Duty. (laughs) Duty. Duty. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.